The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking time to join us each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, as we talk about the sport of kings. And special thanks to my man, Dion. He's the guy on the board. He makes it all happen. And if remotely, remotely, if I turn out looking good, it's all in tune to my man, Dion. Thank you, Dion. We are off and running with Winning Ponies. The exotic ticker is still rolling to the tune of $11.2 million in 2009. That, that is getting huge. There's a few weeks left in 2009. It's not over yet. I'm going to say 124 that's my guess. That's my guess right now. I'd like to invite you to check out the site and see for yourself. And the best part about it is it's easy to use. From the novice to the professional, I say this every week because I really want you to take a look. If you don't want to, you just want to sit back and listen and talk about horses, trust you me, we'll get that done. Because I put about seven, eight hours in just so I can talk to you for about 40 minutes about horses have great guests, winning ponies. They go top all the way around. They want to talk horses. They want to bring in guests. They want to do it all. But I want you to check out their site. From the novice to the professional, multi-track predictions. That's what they call them. They're not going to call them guesswork. They're predictions. And they're just not tied down to one circuit. Whether it be Arapahoe to Zia Park, they cover them all. It's very economical. They go by winning credits. They're 75 cents each. And you only pay for what you use. I think I used an example. Say you wanted about the Turfway Park, and there was 10 races. You're not going to get charged for the entire card, only the races that you download. Now, some services, they already pump out their stuff 72 hours in advance. Sometimes, if you're lucky, 48 hours in advance. They go a little closer to the cuff to give you each and every angle possible. Like right now, tonight, if you're taking Turfway Park, for example, do you think 48 hours ago somebody would have guessed it was 18 degrees, 6-degree wind chill with gusty winds? Well, we, we kind of guessed there was some weather, but actually Winning Ponies was ready, and they factored this into their predictions. Fully expanded PPs, just like you get in the program of the form. And the most important tool of all, my favorite, track condition changes. If Mother Nation gets Mother Nature gets nasty, you can switch up the track conditions with the tab, one easy tab, and go from a fast to a good, to a good to a fast, soft to a yielding, whatever it takes, and you're going to get a new shape of the race. The predictions change up a bit. Sometimes they remain the same. I have seen that. 
But a lot of times, if it gets really nasty and drastic, they got some specialty runners that like the mud, that like a softer yielding course, or they like it rock hard when it is that sun-baked way down at Calder when the sun shines for about a week. So go ahead and check it out, winningponies.com. I don't think you'll be disappointed. <laughs> check it out, $11.2 million. The exotic ticker is still rolling. What's happening tonight? We're going to do a recap of last week's action. We're going to be talking about that. A lot of fun stuff indeed. A special guest of the week is trainer Doug Callens. Now, Dougie Callens is one of those trainers that actually will catch your eye. Because this guy is for real and he's true. He cares about racing. He's focused. And trust me, I'll take all bets to the otherwise. This name will be the next, one of the next, to make the bigger leagues. The only thing holding Doug Cowan's back will be Doug if he wants to stay in the area for family or if he just wants to keep at his present pace. Doug Cowan's, mark you me, is one of those guys that the sky is the limit. The harder he works, the luckier he gets. Doug Cowan's, he's going to be our special guest of the week. News from the world of racing. Cannot wait. Always like to hear about it. Final furlong handicapping from yours truly. Plenty of news. Final furlong handicap. Man, there's tons of news. Tons of news. We, we might even talk about Louisiana Champions Day. Whew, whole lot of action going on. I mean, lots of action. And the action last week was some biggins. The biggins are some of the big hits that actually happen on winning ponies. Let me give you a few here. Now, take a listen to the tracks. Zia Park on December Six races eight through eleven and pick four, eight thousand four ninety six even. Then you jump up to Kentucky to Turfway Park, a race number three on December six, a super key, eight thousand four sixty two sixty. Down south to Fairgrounds on December fifth, race number five, a super effecta, seven thousand nine twenty seven forty. Then all the way up north to Woodbine, December fifth, race number nine, a super effecta, seven thousand seven hundred seventy dollars and ninety cents. Up to the big A, December 5th, race number nine, a superfecta, $7,442. Incredible. Then Turf Paradise, I like this. Turf Paradise, 4137 for a superfecta in race number one on December 7th. Mountaineer, Golden Gate, LaSalle, Remington, Hollywood, you name it, they've got it. They've got it. That's the best part about about finding the data service that actually kind of fits your needs and fits where you really be needing to go. That's right, right to the caching window. So Winning Ponies is always there for you. So you need to actually start taking a look at this. I had a call the other day at the track, and somebody was telling me, they said, you know, I tune into Winning Ponies each and every weekend. Okay. I said, well, thank you. Thank you very much. I said, you know, I, I really like everything that is covered. I said, well, thanks again. You know, I said, you know, thanks for, thanks for the, the kind words, but tell me, what do you want to hear more of? What, what do you actually want to hear more of? What do you want to hear less of? What, what, do, what do you want to know? And he said, you know, I'm pretty satisfied. And then he brought up a few things about jockeys. Actually, I wrote a couple blogs on them. Wrote a couple blogs on them. I wanted you to be more familiar with what was going on. 
I wanted you to actually take in consideration. I was reading a great article, great article on the handicapping feature by a gentleman by the name of Steve Zacks. He covered 703 non-steeplechase races at Del Mar and Saratoga this year. He said maiden races accounted for 158 of these. 57 of the maiden subset were won by first-time starters. About 15% of the winners paid $20 or more. Almost 40% paid off at 5 to 1 or higher. Now, for the bridge jumpers, that's bad news. Some of the great questions that he actually posed. And his whole theory was, in his handicapping career, Steve Zacks wanted to know the jockey factor. Is it incidental? He wants to know about the tough beats, the part of the game, victim of the poor ride. Things a trainer might ask. That, that, this is really what kind of got me. I, I, it really drew me in. And Steve Zacks, I, I enjoy all of his stuff. Things a trainer might ask. I have a horse that's ready to go. Who is the best rider I can get? These are some of the factors that he goes in to selecting his rider. That, you know, that horse ran big for the bug boy. Maybe I can get a top rider for him today. He is doing really well. It might even be a better race in him. Say you're going from, I, I hate to throw out names, say you're going from Joe Schmo to Edgar Prado. Could this be the big difference? Okay, he has a really nice two-year-old, a European shipper. Who will do me a favor with this one? Maybe to get on it later. These are some of the questions a trainer asked. Now, I kind of thought that was really neat. He said, now, some questions an owner might ask and might think. I have guests coming on Saturday and want to impress them. Which high-profile writer can I get? Talking about special guest. He's on hold. It's Mr. Doug Cowens. We're going to be getting to him in a couple seconds here. Make it a couple minutes. Doug, mom needs to give me a new watch, I think. Do I interfere with or make demands on my trainer? Now, that's something Doug Cowens can probably touch on. Is there an owner-trainer-slash-battle because one wants to look good? Now, this is some of the things he said the horse might think like this. I like to run my races in a certain way. Which rider do I have confidence in? I need soft hands. I need to be allowed to settle. And I hate being inside, etc. Which rider will give me the best ride so I can run to my best and win? Now, granted, he's, all, he's speculating. You know, we know the horse can't talk except for Mr. Ed. And except for the ones that talk to us down there in the paddock, only the ones we can hear, that is. Now, this is the one, the couple that I really liked here. An agent has a lot of questions to ask. I have a top rider. Which horse do I want to ride in the race today? Will my steady customers allow me to ride another horse today so I can ride their new prospect later on? Or will I lose the barn if I go elsewhere? As a handicapper, that is us. Does the outfit care about riders? Good question. Steve Zacks is posing some very good questions. Does this rider fit their normal profile? I don't know. Where's Dougie Cowan's that one? I believe he's winning the 35% clip with Edgar Palcar at Beulah Park. Handicapper question. I like this horse in a race. Which riders would I like to see? And which others would I accept to make a bet on? Good question. It's our money. You know, we want to play some of the people in the right places. Will this rider make any differences the way my horse runs today? Does this rider produce wake-up performances when he rides a new horse? What story did a trainer give to the agent to ride his horse today? Or vice versa. 
and Doug can probably address that one as well. There's probably more agents out there spinning high-profile stories that they've got the next Bill Shoemaker there. He's only 19, but he's the next Bill Shoemaker. He works hard in the morning, and trust you me, he's going to be doing big things, and you're going to want to get a part of him now because he'll ride for you down the road. Winning profiles, he talked about hot trainers, such as Alan Jerkins, Bruce Levine, Tom Albatrani. Hot riders, he said it was the most potent factors. Almost 70% of the winners at both meetings fit his definition of a hot rider. I really like that. Winning combination, horse and rider. The go-to rider, trainer and rider. What, to ask Doug? Well, we're just bevied up with questions for Doug tonight. We're only going to hear them as we kick out to our first break. And we're only going to hear answers all said and done from our special guest in segment number two. Well, it is time to head into a break. When we return, we're going to be talking more horses, and you're definitely going to want to stay tuned as our special guest this week is Mr. Doug Cowan. Passing out hundred dollar bills, and it kills, and it thrills like the horns on my Silverado grill. And I buy the bar, double round the crown, and everybody's getting down in this town. Ain't never going to be the same. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in 
into winning ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winnie Ponies. I'm your host, Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking time to join us talking about thoroughbred racing. I am switching off between TVG watching turf play run at night, Penn National, and the football game on where the Browns play host to the Steelers. Now you can go back and listen to this on podcast. I'm really going to look like master of the obvious, but I say a spanking will ensue tonight. I say the Steelers will pound the Browns. But aside from all that, this is our second segment. And this is where we have our special guest of the week, and Winning Ponies is pleased and honored to have on hardworking and a very talented trainer, Mr. Doug Cowens. Good evening, Doug. How are you doing, Ed? I'm doing very well. How is it up here in Columbus? Oh, it's cold tonight. It's getting down to about 12 up here. Not bad. It's only uh, not only a sweltering 18 down here in northern Kentucky, but, uh, you know, is there ever a time in the morning where you just wake up and just wish that maybe you would have been an engineer? <laughs> No, never. <laughs> you know, it, it actually shows if you're ever out to the track and you see Doug, or his friends call him Dougie. He makes me call him Mr. Cowens. But uh, when you see him down there in the paddock, you'll know that he's he's got a top-notch, top-notch outfit. And when you go down there, you'll always see his horses always looking good. Doug, this is your first time joining us as our special guest. And once again, thank you on behalf of Winning Ponies. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about you and how you came to get into the game of racing? Well, Ed, uh, my grandfather trained horses uh, as I was a kid growing up in Ohio, and um, I don't know, somewhere around five years old, I started going out to the track with him, and, uh, you know, he began, as I got a little older, putting me to work, walking hots and grooming horses and, uh, you know, teaching me the ins and outs of the business and uh, just worked my way up from the bottom to the top, and, uh, you know, after high school, I went to college and went to Ohio State, and graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Agriculture and major in Animal Science and a minor in Ag Business. And uh, after I graduated from there, I came back to the track, opened up a public stable, and the rest is history. And what a history it is. I think it's the Ohio State, isn't it, where we it's talked to professionals? the Ohio State University. <laughs> Man, do they play some good ball there or what? Yes, they do. You know, I, I didn't know that about your educational background. Here I made a little tongue-in-cheek joke about uh, would you ever want to be an engineer. Heck, you didn't need to be because actually what you were providing to do was probably make as much, if not more. But you opted for your uh, your family's love. And, and I've heard so many wonderful trainers that have actually taken the time to join us, Doug. And it all seems like they all started as a family background. Grandpa, Dad, sometimes Mom, Uncle Joe, whomever, they all started pretty much the same way. And it, and it makes me, warms my heart to actually hear that they pass it down from generation to generation. Do you want to leave something to your kids like that? Oh, uh, if they're as interested in I am as it, I, I would uh, certainly, certainly welcome them in to do that. Hmm. I see, I see. Keep them in school, get them into grad school. Yeah. <laughs> no, no 4 o'clock in the morning, no wake-up calls there. Doug, trainers have a specialty in their bag of tricks. Which do you prefer, uh, babies, turfers, climbers to your barn? Do you have any preference? No, I don't really have a preference. Um, you know, my stable comes up with runners in many different ways, and uh, probably one of the biggest ways is I train for a lot of breeders, so we get – 
several two-year-olds enter the barn every year, and, you know, we try to go through them and uh, try to find some good ones out of the bunch. And, um, you know, some of the things we look for in the babies are are, uh, confirmation, uh, good-minded horses, and, you know, a lot of them try to find ones with efficient strides and things of that sort. And look for that's probably the main way that we look for a runner. Um, Another way is, you know, we're always scouting out there, looking for horses that, that might work in our program, you know, to come back this way that will fit into what we want. And, you know, for instance, this year we found a horse in California in Ohio bred that was running out there and uh, approached buying the horse and got it bought and brought it back here, and uh, he's done quite well. He ended up winning the Gold Cup this year. Impressive indeed. As with every successful outfit, each trainer has their own method and method to their madness at times. What makes Team Cowans different from any others? Do you have? Do you attribute a lot of your success to a great supporting cast? Oh, I don't know. Our, our uh, I think what makes us a little different is we treat each horse as an individual and uh, and and try to to work with each of their needs uh, right down to the the way each horse is trained or fed or you know the way they're taken care of and. And, and try to just mainly treat each horse as an individual. And, and, and I have a great staff behind me, Ed. A lot of good guys have worked for me for a long time, and uh, they're all team players. In fact, when I see it down there, I see everyone, you know, they're dressed, they're ready, and actually because they're ready to actually get their picture taken in about 10, 10 minutes right after that, and, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're always ready. Who are some of the, uh, the bigger names that you actually train for, the outfits in Ohio? Oh, some of the biggest owners are Joe Sugar, uh, Mike Foster, Tom McCann. Uh, um, you know, I got a several good people that put nice horses in the barn, and uh, you know, they allow us to do what we need to do, and 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 we try to do the best for them, and try to be as honest as we can with them. And you know, one of the hardest things is, you know, I get a lot of two-year-olds in the barn, and and one of the hardest things is if we have one that that maybe isn't going to be that as good a horse as we want it to be, and you know, to call them and tell them after they've raised the horse that, you know, maybe he's just not going to be what we're looking for and, and have to move the horse along or drop it down into a cheap clamor or something like that, Ed. Hardworking man, modest. I'm going to have to give you the tail of the tape, as they say in boxing. Beulah Park alone, you're 33% a winner on the meet, 28% in 2009. Incredible number there. Anything above 20% warrants a very hard look from from the players and uh, and horsemen alike. But 28% is a very very solid number. And first time in your barn when uh, when horses are new to the Callens barn, you're winning at a 20% clip. And this number here was beautiful. Maiden special weight. You went 42% on the year. Were you aware of any of those numbers? Uh, some of those. <laughs> and you know, and I have to ask you this, Edgar Palkar, you are winning thirty-five percent of the time with Palkar. This guy is—is is, I think he should rule the meet again. Yeah, he's doing that right now. He's—he was twenty-some behind, and now he's ended up taking the lead up here. And uh, some of them stats you put out, and uh, we've got a, a maiden in tomorrow with Edgar Palkar on him, and uh, the horse is new to the barn. He's been there about maybe three weeks, so. Hopefully we can have a little success tomorrow. Well, let's all hope that uh, that first in Doug Cowan's barn is 20% with a 35% rider. Something I've noticed over the years in uh, at working at River Downs is I've seen Edgar Palkar win the first race more than any rider out there. 
all, all the, we're going to say about two hours prior to the races, you'll see him down there doing this little yoga and stretching and maneuvering. While some jockeys are upstairs playing cards and maybe having a little breakfast or reading or shooting him a pool upstairs in the jock's kitchen, he's down there, he's for a little light jog, he's stretching, a little yoga routine. Have you ever seen him do that? Yes, I have. Uh, I think he spends a lot of time walking the track early in the day and trying to find out where the best part of the track is is that a lot of these racetracks and a lot of days there's a bias to the track, and I think he pays attention to it, and uh, he try, gives 100% on every horse. So I think that's one of the reasons he's leading rider at these meetings. I think no matter anywhere that Edgar Palkar booted up, I think that he would be, he would be heard from. Uh, to, to some degrees with bigger circuits, it might be a little tougher just because everybody has, has that same work ethic, but uh, Edgar Palkar is, uh, in my opinion, is uh, head and shoulders above many. And, and I'm not sliding anyone. They, they all give their best effort, but Edgar Palkar does a great job. Dougie, I have to ask you, and this is, this is kind of a hard choice here. It's kind of like uh, picking your favorite child. In the years as a trainer, who sticks out in your mind as your favorite? As the horse? Yep. Cat Singer, by far. <laughs> now, Cat Singer, now I've seen Cat Singer run a few times. What is it about Cat Singer that makes, uh, makes that the favorite of all? Oh, uh, Cat Singer has the eye of the tiger. I mean, he, he knows when he's going to do it, and uh, he makes my job easy. Uh, on race day, he would just come out and give it to you. You know, he knew when race day was, and he knew even the days leading up to race day when it was, and whatever had to do he did it to get there and in fact he has done it in fine fashion also in with, with every trainer they they they're always behind the wheel and they're they've always got a van behind them frequent driver miles in 2009 what tracks is your stable run out this year uh we ran at river thistle mountaineer we were stabled at Presque Isle this year uh indiana downs um, what? Churchill, um, Beulah. <laughs> hey, what do you what, what do you think of the uh, synthetic at Prescott? You know, I like the synthetic at Prescott. It was nice and tight, and it was very consistent. I mean, it was about the same track all the time. Um, you know, one thing they don't have to deal with is weather, though. Ed, it, it, you know, they run in the summertime and the weather's pretty good for him, but it was a very consistent track up there. Asking the opinion of a, of a quality horseman, do you think that the synthetic service tightens your horses up and kind of gets those screws down right into the wood where they need to be and actually gets your, uh, your horse where it needs to be? Well, last winter we was stabled at Turfway, and, and I always told the owners that training there always gave the horses a different level of fitness, even if they didn't like the surface there. It seemed every time we shipped a horse out of there, they was right there. So I think it does give them a different level of fitness. I don't think it makes them more fit, but just a different level. I've been watching that. My favorite angle now is two off of the poly track, and I, and I agree to the fitness level, and, and I'm on the layman side of the coin to your professional side, and I still think they still need that old Mother Nature hard pounding out there on the dirt to kind of dig in and, and get those muscles in boxing shape again. Yes, yes. Doug, it has to be tough racing a Beulah in the wintertime. Now, this, this is, uh, this, racing anywhere in the wintertime is tough. But Beulah, they have a clay base instead of a limestone base. Does this ever lead to an uneven or, or uh, do you think, in your opinion, does it, does it have uh, cancellations or is it, in fact, all doing, 
due in part to uh, to wind chills. Well, you know, Beulah, they got a lot to deal with there, Ed, with the weather, the you know, the rain, the sleet, the snow, the freezing thawing effect, and uh, so they got a lot to deal with, and you know, you have to just just throw your hands up sometimes, and then just just write a lot of days off, and and just do what you can do, and you know, it always seems to come together at the end of the winter. So you miss some days here and there, but you know, it, it doesn't. Nothing major happens though. You know, I, for the years that I worked at Turfway Park, I can remember walking in, and, and I would go up on the fourth floor, and I could look down on the track, and I would kind of lean down, and I'd look to that quarter pole, and if I saw that sheen coming off of that nice wet track, I knew that ice was underneath there somewhere. And uh, now it's not in big sheets like a glacier, but it just kind of sprinkles through, and many times I walk the track, and, you know, you're walking on a slop slop, and you hear a little bit of a crunch, and you knew that, that was about all she wrote for the night. That's right. The, you know, the worst thing for these tracks is when they get the thaw and freeze effect. You know, as long as it stays cold, it seems like we can make a go of it, and everything's pretty good, and the track stays good, but it seems like when it freezes at night and then unthaws in the afternoon is when we have our biggest problem up here. I, I got the million-dollar question for you. I'm going up here to play in a handicapping contest on Saturday. Do we have any Doug Cowens runners in? Saturday. No horses in Saturday. <sighs> I was looking, I was looking hard, because I know when you're there, I know there's a reason. Doug, I'm going to shift up and change gears and just ask you a few more questions. This one's of a little more serious nature and uh, to both of us for many reasons and many other fans and, uh, and horsemen as well. Ohio, as many states, needs alternative gaming to survive. How do we educate and convey this to the public? Well, you know, I think they need to understand how much it can help everybody, not just racing. Um, you know, there's a lot of jobs to be had, and the states to gain a lot of lot from this if we could get it in here. So I think that they everybody just needs to do a little research, and uh, you know, I think this can help everybody out there, not just us. Education, jobs, taxes, everybody stands to benefit. And I think you know, from the the main call that I that I receive the most of, I don't think people really believe that racing can go away. No, I don't think it's going nowhere, Ed. I think it'll be here, and uh, just hopefully cross our fingers and hope we can get some alternative gambling in here to help us out. Oh, I can't. I, I'm, I'm with you 100. percent But but you know what? At, but at what level, Doug? You know, I would love to see you be able to run. We'll say at River Downs, and 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 stay there more often because the purses would be equitable for a trainer that puts in the hard mileage, and you have the, the quality runners that are deserving of more money. So that's where I, I really think that we need to educate the people that there's a possibility. Now, Turfway Park, for instance, in January and February, are cutting back to three days a week. Makes shipping in pretty tough, doesn't it? Yeah, makes it tough. And, and you know, they need gambling as bad as we do. You know, the purses there could stand to raise some, too. So, uh, yeah, actually, actually, last week we hit on Bob Ellison. And uh, Turfway just opened up, and if you're taking a look, they've had some fuller fields, and now Mountaineers not even going to—they're uh, going to throw the towel in the winter time. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of running over at Mountaineer this uh, fall, and uh, you know we weren't too excited about them shutting down for the next two months. So, you know, the Beulah and and, and Turfway—these places—they're going to have a lot of shippers. So, you know, think of how many more shippers they could have if we had a little better purses here. Oh, it, it would just be incredible. More so that, maybe the quality of the horses as well, you know. 
even even it, it one begets the other, and it's like yes, yes, and, and a more yes. Doug, if you were the magic wizard that uh, can wave your magic wand, what would you like to see happen in racing, especially in Ohio? Well, as we've been talking, Ed, the alternative gaming is the main thing I'd like to see because as much as I've been hitting the road, and, and uh, I'd like to just stay here and run in my own backyard. Are we marketing proper? Do you think we need to do something more on the management side of things to actually bring attention to you? As a racetrack? Yes. Yes, I, I, I think that they need to maybe market more to to bring new customers in, maybe a younger crowd. You know, it seems like the, the same people that's always been around there are still still there. So, yeah, I think they need to market and do some thing, different things to bring people into the tracks. I agree completely because once this fan base is actually, I'm not going to use the word dying out, but they fade away away from the game for one reason or the other. I hate to use the negative term of dying out, but and actually we need to build from the bottom up and start with the $2 Nellies that come out for the, the dollar beer specials. And that's how a guy like myself became. I, I started going with my dad, and, and, and you started hot walking when you were five, and that's how we became acclimated to the game little by little. I think that's how we, we grow a new customer base, which is, Really, really incredibly important. One final question for you, Mr. Callens. As a top-notch conditioner with a very bright future, what words of advice would you have for someone waiting to follow into your footsteps into racing? Just follow your dreams and, uh, you know, just keep working hard and and, uh, going after what you love. Doug, you are definitely personified. Uh, The harder I work, the luckier I get. On behalf of Winning Ponies, we'd like to thank you for taking time away from your family this evening, and I'd like to wish you nothing but the best for you and yours in this holiday season. Have a Merry Christmas, and we'll see you in the winter circle soon. Thanks, Dougie. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate it. That's been Doug Cowens. He's been our special guest of the week. And once again, blue-collar trainer, great work ethic, and trust you me, one of the guys, a shooting star in the game, you'll see him in the big leagues. You'll see him about as far as he'll want to go. Well, time to head up to a break. When we return, we're going to be talking some news around the nation about racing, and then we're going to talk some final furlong happening, final furlong handicapping here on Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. 
Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. Hope you got the segment with Mr. Dougie Cowens. Trainer on the move, blue-collar trainer, definitely getting the job done. One of the nicer guys. You'll see his head shining in the sun with a pair of shades in the summer, or you'll see him bundled up in the winter, and he's usually the guy heading to the winter circle. As I said, the tail of the tape doesn't lie, and the numbers do not lie. Very modest. He, he does his speaking on the track, and that's what I like about him. All right, a little news around the nation here. Let's go with Mother Nature. Weather chaos racing across the country. Large winter storm sweeping across the country, producing snow-high winds. This caused several tracks to cancel yesterday. Aqueduct canceled in Queens, New York. Hawthorne, Stigney, Illinois, just canceled racing. Actually, I thought that was in Cicero. Jeezel, they used to be right back-to-back with uh, Sportsman's Park, but it's Stigney, Illinois, has canceled racing December 9 and 10. Close the track to training. No Hawthorne. Wow. Careful there now. Turfway Park in northern Kentucky canceled last night, but they're on tonight. They're on because it's 18 degrees with a 6-degree wind chill factor tonight. Gusty winds. Incredible numbers there. you got to love that. Talking about real handicapping, a real handicapper and one of the nicer guys. We have Mr. James Williams, a.k.a. the Cincinnati Kid on. Kid, are you there? Hey, I'm here, Eddie. What's good? It is just you, my friend, and I know every time that we get the Cincinnati kid on the line that we have horses coming our way. Yes, sir. I always try to dig up a couple winners for you. I'm hoping that we can get a winner just like last week with Rule in the Delta Jackpot. You know, you did dig in and you swung out of there, and I can't believe, well, yes, I can believe they're running for that kind of slot money down there, but you know what? Just like winning ponies, you're not tied down to one track. The kid, he'll be a Delta, Arapahozia. He he handicaps it all. I mean, you're not really just a just a just a crazed handicapper. You're more of a spot player, and you look for your angles. Yes, sir. Anytime I can find a little bit of an angle, maybe get a bit of a price, because it's all about value in this game. And if you can find value, I like to swing for it. 
And in fact, you do, James. All right, where do we begin? Well, we actually got two at Tampa. It's opening weekend at Tampa Bay Downs. I just love this place. I do too. And I'm actually starting with the fifth race on the card. It's a maiden special weight for two year olds going a flat mile on the grass. I end up landing on the six here, Terwanda. Rosemary Holmeister aboard for Wayne Catalano. This thing just didn't show a whole lot versus maiden 40 claimers over at Keeneland. Ships down to Tampa. has been working steadily since that Keeneland effort. I think moving to the grass, being by tail of the cat, out of a Rahi mare ought to really help this one. That's a, a lady H being down in Florida. She loves the sun and the fun. And this gal is uh, Cloudy's Night, and this gal have uh, teamed up, and uh, they've scored a little bit. Rosemary was a guest of ours once. And, uh, and actually, I think she's a fine turf rider there, kid. Uh, turf, dirt, all weather, you name it, she gets it done. Don't mess with her, man. She'll, she'll open up on you. I'm telling you, I've seen her ride, and I've cashed a few tickets on her. And I'm going to have to be uh, marking that one down in pen. That is Lady H at Tampa. Where else do we go? Also, in the ninth race, the featured Lightning City Stakes there. I had five furlongs on the turf. I went to the outside here and took the 10 Easy Ashley. Elvis Trujillo aboard for Wesley Ward. Shipped out to... Dipped out to uh, Oak Tree and didn't really like the poly all that well. It's a lot better sprinting on the turf. It's had some time off working up a storm stream. Let's look for this one to cash in. She's 9-2 to two on the morning line. Let's hope we can get that price with West Ward and Elvis Trujillo tr- teaming up. If you get in, if you get that kind of price on Wesley Ward, uh, something is wrong, and people may have overlooked it, or they just didn't print his name right in the form. I'm telling you what, this guy flat out gets it done. Yes, sir. And, uh, he just flat hey, out gets it done. And speaking of a guy who gets it done, did you happen to check in and hear any part of Dougie Counts? Oh, Dougie is one of the great guys in the business, and I think he's really going to go places, whether here in Ohio or if he chooses to step out. Dougie's got Dougie has a big, big future ahead of him. You know, as, as I said, uh, I think I think the only thing that a whole Dougie back could be himself is that he actually just wants to stay in his own backyard and run, right. or if he wants to take it to the next level. And he read, I mean, he trains with some great connections here in Ohio, so he can write his ticket whether he stays here or goes to the big time. You know, a lot of people, you know, they're going to say, "Well, Ohio racing is not New York." Well, you're right, it's not. You're right, but then neither are many other tracks, right? And now there are many other tracks that even have slots, but I'm telling you what, there are some hardcore horsemen here that are really good, some the best in the nation. A, a jockey that we're trying to get on for next week, friend of yours, Deshaun Parker. Right, he's made a niche down there at Mountaineer. They've come up with slot purses, and people will say it's not the best racing down there, but it pays the bills, and he gets the job done. His agent, Billy Johnson, just does a great job of getting him, it seems like, on the best horse in each race. And they just know how to work it. And, in fact, they do. And he's third in the nation. So uh, he's doing something right. And i got to tell you what, when the kid hops off the horse kit, he looks like he could dunk the ball. Yes, sir. He's about <laughs> 5'10". Like, like I tell a lot of people, if you would meet his dad, you would never think that he has a son as a jockey because his dad is built more like an NFL linebacker than he is somebody <laughs> that would have a kid that was a jockey. Darrow is a good-sized man. Yes, sir. All right, kid, they're playing us off. It is time to end into a break. I'd like to thank you for your call, my friend. All right, thanks a lot, Eddie. All right, that's been the Cincinnati Kid, James Williams, imparting wisdom and talking the truth about this John Parker. Well, time to head into a break. When we return, we're going to be talking final furlong hacks handicapping here on Winning Ponies. 
your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On mind, brain, and body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with ed or his guests the phone lines are now open toll free at 1-888-346-9144 that's 1-888-346-9144 or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com now back to winning ponies with ed meyer and welcome back once again to winning ponies i'm ed meyer this is final furlong handicapping didn't get really a chance to talk a lot of news because I had on a very important man, the Cincinnati Kid, giving us some winners. So we definitely want to hear that. Let me run over a couple stories here real quick. The NTRA projecting a 25 reduction in their budget. According to Executive Officer Alex Waldrop, so t- things are tough all over. Our thoughts and our prayers go out to some sad times at Lebanon Raceway. There was a fire that as many 43 horses were lost. And two people passed away, sadly. Lebanon Raceway located outside of Cincinnati, in between Cincinnati and Columbus. Small little harness track. Sadly, uh, Kane Kaufman, owner, rider, trainer, had 12 horses that perished. Five of them were winners on Friday night's harness racing event. Our thoughts and prayers go out to those at Lebanon Raceway. Little little harness track outside of Cincinnati, in between Cincinnati and Columbus. Got a good idea here, Jess Jackson. Jess Jackson of Rachel Alexander versus Zenyatta. Great idea for racing. He wants to make an offer, Rachel and Zenyatta, to run against each other in the best two or three series. One on the dirt, another on the turf, and the third on the synthetic. How great would that be for the game? Making the grade. Santa Anita, George Wolf finalists are announced. The 61st. 
George Wolf Memorial Jockey Award will be announced in January. Those that are up for grabs are Calvin Burrell, Garrett Gomez, Randall Meyer, Galen Mitchell, and uh, Sean Parker. The statue was created through donations for the racing public after Wolf's death, which followed a spill at Santa Anita January 13, 1946. I kept thinking it was Bay Meadows, but, man, I, I need a history lesson. Wolf, who was regarded as one of the nation's top money big jockeys, was affectionately known as the Iceman and was revered by his colleagues and members of the media as a fierce competitor and consummate professional. If you watch the movie Seabiscuit, Gary Stevens played the Iceman. A little bit of a good story here. I'm going to try to sum it up by Rick Mocklin. No fluff, just the facts. Talking about a rider, Martin Brown, 65 years young, still riding race horses on a daily basis. Well, some of us at 65 would be hoping to get up off the sofa and walk to the bathroom without assistance. This guy is riding racehorses since he's been seven years old. Martin also has been diagnosed with prostate cancer. And to him, this is another bump in the road. When the doctor told him he had cancer, he had two questions. Can you keep me alive so I can keep riding? And they want to decide what the best course of treatment is for him. Quote, Martin Brown, I am not done yet. What a guy. Love him. All right, let's do some handicapping here. we got a few minutes here. And let's go to Calder because I know the sun will be shining. Race number three at Calder on Saturday. And I like number four, Oceana Indica. Luis Saez, who's on fire, winning 24% for Henry Colazzo. Together, they are 62% in the money. In race number three at Calder, I like Oceana Indica. Indica. I think I may have mispronounced that there. Fourth race at Calder. One mile and 16th on the turf. And in this heat here, I was kind of torn, but I came out with Kumana. Luis Saez again for Adolfo Garcia. Another horse for a course. Five for seven in the money at Calder. Five for seven on the turf. I think we have a filly for the turf, and that is the fourth race at Calder on Saturday. Kumana. Race number six. The sixth at Calder. And, and there's a lot of first-time starters here. It always makes me scratch my head. But I come up with a 7S bonus coverage. Eddie Nunez in the irons for David Fox. Nunez winning 17%. David Fox winning 18%. They're in the money 40% together. The thing, about, the thing I really like about this two-year-old colt by Dance Master, the dam wins 50% with the two-year-old starters. She's got four starters and two winners. I love that, indeed. Made a middle move. I think Eddie Nunez and bonus coverage in the sixth race at Calder on Saturday. Race number eight at Calder. Race number eight is a mile and 70 for allowing 62.50. Nice little uh, nice little race indeed here. Uh, it, it took me a while to actually kind of gear up to it. But then in race number eight, I, I go way to the outside, and that is in the 10 on Raimundo. Luis Arango for Aaron Rivera. We got another horse for a course, 14 for 16 in the money at Calder. Can this four-year-old colt by Tiger Ridge go four in a row or make a three in a row? Heavily bet last time out. And three races back was only, was only a, a quickly beaten third, so they were looking for four in a row. But actually it's going to be three in a row coming down for Raimundo. And I say Raimundo gets it done in the eighth race Saturday at Calder. Race number nine at Calder. I come up with a four. That is star. Chef Valor, Abar Koa for Steve Dwoskin. Koa winning 28%. Rider and trainer in the last 60 days. 
Now, this is an important set. Last 60 days, they're winning 43% together, 86% in the money. Six and a half last time, six and a half this time. Heavily bet did not disappoint. Also going for three in a row. That is race number nine at Calder, Starship Valor. I like that indeed. Race number 10, a mile on the turf there. And... uh Kind of a kind of a little tough race to handicap, but I'm going to come out with something that you can bet on. That's number six, Sunshine Kid, Jeffrey Sanchez for Tim Ham, who is also a guest on our show here. One for one at Calder, seven for fifteen on the turf. Went from Prescott to Calder and exits off of a win. I say Tim Ham brings him ready. He's only in the money forty five percent this year, and you have to respect any time Timmy Ham leads a runner. Over. 11th race at Calder. I'm going to go with number five. That is too many toys. Christmas is on the way. And uh, Mr. Olivero in the irons for Luis, Luis Olivares, 15 for 24 in the money here. And I like the way this runner shapes up. This is going to be five in a row for too many toys. If he wins, I'll tell you what, there's going to be plenty of toys underneath the Christmas tree. Saturday is Louisiana Champions Day at beautiful fairgrounds. And I've got you a little pick four here. Got you a little pick four action here. Champions Day, pick four, race number nine. It is the $100,000 Louisiana turf. I'm going to go with four horses, two, five, eight, and nine. I'm going to go with Wild Rally with Robbie Alvarado aboard here for Tim Ice. I think you've heard of this guy training before. I'm going to take the two, five, eight, and nine in the ninth race at Fairgrounds. Race number 10, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to go with the two, four, and six. That is calmed. The two, the four, Yar, with Gerard Melanson for Samuel Burrow. And the six, seven, seventy-three, Sean Bridgman and Steve Asmussen teaming up. They are they are winning 25% down at beautiful fairgrounds. You know, I, I'm going to leave Cherry Forever alone. I'm, I'm going to leave Cherry Forever alone. Looks to be a legit filly, but drawing the rail. But I'm going to leave her alone, and I'm going to take two, four, and six in race number 10. Then the 11th race is the $150,000 Louisiana Classic. Here's my single here, and that is the six-star guitar. One, two, three, four. We're going to go five in a row with this four-year-old Colt by Quiet American Loves Louisiana Company. Plenty of speed in here. And Star Guitar, written by Kurt Bork, I think is going to be giving them lots of trouble. And then I'm going to round out with race number 12 at the fairgrounds, Louisiana Sprint. I'm going to take the two. Here, no angel. Sean Bridgman and Steve Asmussen. The four, Mr. Barracuda, Robbie Alvarado. And I'm going to end up with the nine, Mr. Porter. Gerard Melanson, that is a $36 ticket in the Louisiana Champions Day Pick 4, races 9 through 12. Well, time flies when you're talking about thoroughbred racing, so until next week, as the holiday season approaches, we better thank our special guest of the week, Mr. Doug Callens, for taking the time away from his family to enlighten us about his career, and the Cincinnati Kid for calling in and imparting some true wisdom. So while the the holiday season approaches, we can only wish to you, may your winners be many and your photos be few. Good luck and good night, everyone.
Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.